0: Welcome to Reflections with Vindesh, a weekly discussion series that challenges our perception of the world and ourselves. Learn more at the dispassionateobserver.com. That's T H E D I S P A S S I O N A T E O B S E R V E R.com. Welcome everybody to Reflections with Vindesh. Thank you for joining. Today's topic is enough is enough. We'll talk about more, our society's obsession with more, how this obsession destroys us. It destroys the quality of our lives and how we can turn this obsession on its head and get our lives back on track. Unfortunately, we have been lied to. And no one has explicitly lied to us. No one has told us something that they believe is false. But as a society, we have embraced a narrative of more, and that narrative is a lie. That narrative equates success with more. It equates achievement with more. And because it's good to be successful, it's good to achieve It also equates our happiness with more. We see this in corporate America. Companies need to earn more every quarter. They need to sell more products, more goods. It doesn't matter whether people need this. It doesn't matter what the environmental cost is, the social cost. They always have to sell more. This extends to our consumer culture. More is better. We want to buy more. We want bigger homes. We want bigger TVs. We train our kids to ask for more treats, to expect more presents at Christmas. And more informs our notions of success. We believe that we need more money, that we need to advance in our careers and get to a higher and higher position in our companies, that we need more activities, more parties. Every free second needs to be accounted for. We need more experiences, more hobbies. If our relationships aren't working, we need more relationships or new relationships. And therefore, we set ourselves up to fail. We have been told that more will mean success, and success will mean happiness. But this insane quest for more makes us miserable. Why does it do that? Well, very intuitively, if we always want more, then no matter what we have, we're discontent. No matter what we have, no matter what we achieve, We have told ourselves, we have programmed ourselves to think that this is not enough, that we cannot relax, that we need to keep on moving forward. And therefore, we always feel insecure. We always feel unsatisfied. Let's take a couple of practical examples. There's the Asian style of parenting, the tiger mom style, where the parents are very stern, where they demand better grades higher achievement. They express disappointment regardless of the outcome. In one sense, that strategy works because those kids always feel behind. They always feel insecure. They might get 1,600 on their SATs. They might get into Harvard. They might rise to the top of their profession, yet it's never enough. So that feeling of insecurity does move them forward, but so what? What does success mean if we don't feel good about ourselves, if we never feel content? Or take someone who believes that they always have to be on the go, they always have to be doing something, that life is about packing in experiences into every single second of being. There's nothing wrong with experience, but if we always want more, then our mind is always focused on what's next. We can be at a party talking to someone. We'll look for someone more interesting to speak with. We can be on a vacation. We'll be thinking about the next activity to do, the next box to check off. We're never present. We never actually experience anything. We never actually live. And therefore, we are never satiated because no matter how much we do, none of it we absorb. None of it we internalize. We're always hungry for that experience that by construction, we never achieve. So more undermines its own objectives. It sets us up to fail. It makes us feel miserable. It makes us feel insecure. It drains our time. It drains our energy. Can we play a different game? Can we get rid of this narrative? If the narrative of more is making us unhappy, maybe we can turn it on its head and use that to find more joy in our lives. Instead of asking, how can I get more? Let's ask, what is enough? What is enough money? How many friends do I actually need? How much time do I need to spend with them? How many parties do I need to go to? How much time do I want to spend in the gym? How much time do I want to spend with my community? in each category, do the bare minimum. Get rid of everything else. And we're not doing the bare minimum because we're lazy. We're doing the bare minimum because we are very clear on what we need to meet our objectives, to satisfy our internal requirements. And anything beyond that is a waste. Anything beyond that is time and energy that we could better spend somewhere else. So it's very important to be clear on what is enough. And of course, that's going to vary from person to person. Some people might care more about their careers. They might want to put more of themselves into work. Some might care about money. Some might care about fitness and spend a lot of time in the gym. But whatever we are doing, we need to know what the ceiling is. We need to know what the standard is. We need to clearly define what is enough, and organize our lives appropriately. And if we do that, we open up time, we open up space, we create the capacity to enjoy life, to enjoy what we have. And we are able to feel successful because we are going after goals that we can actually attain instead of this vague feeling of more that we can never satisfy. So let's reject more. Let's reject the cult of more. Let's focus on what we actually need. Enough is enough. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a review on Podbean, iTunes, or your favorite podcasting app. Every five-star review allows us to share more unique and insightful content. Learn more at TheDispassionateObserver.com. Thanks for listening, and please tune in again next week. Peace.